we know this bad man will never stop. This is Tim Newsom here at Giant Strike Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Oh, you know what? Evidently, I have offended the another segment of the Giant fan base, and I am sincerely sorry. And I want to give you an empathetic apology. If you don't like truth, if you don't like honesty, I don't care. And you know what? I, I, I just laugh because... There is always a certain segment of social media every year that takes the undrafted free agents and hypes them up ad nauseum. And every year, this player is going to be the greatest player of the giant history. This guy is going to be the next Victor Cruz. This guy is good. I love it how everyone just goes immediately to Victor Cruz. That's that's a, everyone's immediate go-to thing. It's Victor Cruz. He's he's going to be Victor Cruz. You hear it on the radio. Uh, you know, Bob, I think he's going to be the next Victor Cruz. Uh, you know, it gets kind of, it's, it just, um, and for the fans, you know, I have no problem with it. Because of the fact that the fans are excited about the season, the fans are happy that the Giants are doing something as they're building up the training camp. What I have problems with is the people that evidently are on social media try to create content because they do this because of the fact they, they're, they're weak-minded and have no, nothing else to talk about. And they take one play, one snapshot in time for one of these players, and they hype that play up, up as, as nauseum, and they create that as that is the norm. And there are certain segments of the fan base that get their information from social media. And I've always said this before. It's a disservice. Now, I'm not blaming all content creators. There's, there's some people that actually do some fair assessments. Someone sent me a video uh, I watched the other day. And I normally don't watch content creators. But someone sent me a video. And I can't think of, the, I can't think of what the video was about. It was a good video. It was actually a good breakdown. It was an honest, fair assessment. It was talking giants. And it was a good, honest, fair assessment of a player. And, and and if you watch something like that and you get your information in regards to that, that, that's fine. But when you see people just take a single play, single snapshot in time or two or three plays and hype it up, but forget about the other 600 plays that he had in his collegiate senior year, that's doing a disservice. Now, the undrafted free agent is probably one of the most misunderstood, most hyped or overhyped players in, in my mind in recent history. And the problem is, no one ever looks back at history. Everyone goes to, uh, Bob, I think he's going to be the next Victor Cruz. That's what everyone goes to. That's everyone's go-to moniker. Now, if you want to look at stats, the league is made up about 30% undrafted free agents. Now, an, the, 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 for an undrafted free agent to make camp, to, to make the team directly out of camp, the percentages drop. It's something like, it's like less than 20%. If you are an undrafted free agent, your first year making it out of camp onto an NFL roster. You know, normally you end up on the practice squad. Sometimes you will come onto the roster late in the year, but to make the roster directly out of camp, it's less than 20% on a first year undrafted free agent. So you're, you're and, and like I said, and the league is comprised of 30% undrafted free agent on rosters and a lot of them you know they they are they are mired down in you know position 47 to 53 some people are good starters and like i said you can find quality in undrafted free agents you can you can find quality players but the odds of these players becoming these superstars that people hype them up to be how they're going to be you know the next beast mode how they're the next uh von bradshaw who wasn't an undrafted free agent but i'm just saying you got to look back in the giant history and you can't just go to Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz, of course, was, was is the is the poster boy for undrafted free agent for the Giants. But if you go back to 2001, you got to take a look at the looks of James Butler. James Butler, uh, who was out of Georgia Tech, was a key contributor for the Giants as a rookie. He was basically competing for a starting role back in 2007. And you know what? He started all four games in that playoffs. 
when that 2000 playoffs, that Super Bowl year. And I believe he led the team in tackles with 10 and nine solo in the Super Bowl. Underrated giant, good giant. I think he was more of a, uh, I think he was a more of a, of a Spagnola guy. Uh, but you know, it is, it is what it is. Then you got to look at the likes of Chase Blackburn, another guy, solid career at Akron. He came over from the, he was all Mac. He, another guy who was, who played a pivotal role for the Giants over in that 2011 season. Intelligent player, smart player. We, we got rid of him, then brought him back. And he was, he was a key cog in the postseason. He had the big interception. Not everyone goes to Victor Cruz. What you got to say is, is, you know, he, he is, he is, like I said, he is the poster boy. He is. We don't need to go through Victor Cruz's career because it was a, it was a good career. It was a illustrious career. It was a guy, you know, for a guy that came out of, uh, where did he come? I keep forgetting. He came out of Connecticut. No, you, um, no, UMass. I'm sorry. Was it UMass? Yeah. UMass. I can never remember with that, with that. He was a minute man. I remember that. Um, you know, good player. I mean, second team All Pro recognition at one point in time in his career. He had uh, eighteen. Oops, we got some beeping me. All right, he had uh, eighty three receptions for one thousand five hundred thirty six yards and nine touchdowns. You know, I mean, every everyone loved the salsa because you always love salsa. You got you also got the Jake Ballard, the big tight end of Ohio State. His it's interesting that um, he he really stepped in for Kevin Boss when he left in for agency in two thousand ten. He was a starter. Uh, you know, on that Super Bowl season, he had over 600 yards, 601 yards, which was more than his entire yardage at Ohio State. Blew out his, he blew out his knee in the Super Bowl. Never, never became anything else after that. You get, you have Mark Herzlick. You know, of course, he battled, uh, he battled, what did he battle? Can- bone cancer back at Boston College. Uh, you know, good play, not a good player, but he was a good special teams player. Career totals, I think, tackles 173. I can't remember exactly. But, you know, like I said, a guy that is a good giant, a good a good locker room guy, good special team. There's nothing more else than that. Uh, we got Spencer Paysinger. He was, again, another underrated free agent linebacker back in the 2000 level, which was very instrumental in helping go in the Super Bowl. But, like I said, the, these are the list of the names. You got Henry Hernoski, Henry the, the Rhino. <laughs> Fullback. He had one touchdown, I believe, his entire career. But these are the types of names you see the Giants making as undrafted free agents. These aren't these guys. And these are some of the best. Victor Cruz is the best of the bunch. So everyone sits there and goes, every player, every wide receiver the Giants are going to draft, they're going to be Victor Cruz. And before we get into Brandon Ford Wheaton, let's go back into the history a little bit. Now, we're not going to go back that far. Well, let's go back to 2020. And let's look at some of the undrafted free agents that the Giants had that were going to be superstars. Benjamin Victor, wide receiver on Ohio State. Everybody remember him? He made some, he made at rookie camp, he made some serious plays. He looked good. He looked, he looked apart. I, I had to hear how he was underused at Ohio State and this and that and that and this and that. What, what, happened, to, what, what happened to Benjamin Victor? I don't remember. Austin Mack. Austin Mack tried to make the team. Again, another guy from Ohio State. Another guy that was one of these players. That everyone was like, he's going to be a monster. Okay. Same with Derek Dillon from LSU. We had Nico and that, you know, Nico. And I love Nico. <laughs> you got to love Nico because Nico made some plays. Now, you got to remember, a lot of these guys didn't make the team on a bad team. 
And back in 2020, the Giants were a bad team. And a lot of times, you, players that would normally never make a roster that were limited in talent usually make a, can usually find an opportunity to make a bad team's roster. The, you, know, you also had the likes of Kyle Murphy, the offensive lineman. I mean, do we... Okay, this is just going back to 2000. 2000. And, and like I said, we're, we're not going to just keep going back, back, and back. But I want to just, I want to just, you know, I want to just point some of these things out. Because I think we need to, we just need to take a look at this. Now, where are we going back in 2000? Let me, let me find my 2001. Here in 2001, the undrafted free agents that everyone was in love with. Remember, remember all Brett Higgy? Remember Higgy? Remember Brett Higgy, the big setter out of Florida? Oh, he was, oh, Higgy was going to be something awesome. Higgy, Higgy was going to be, I saw, I saw so many videos about Higgy and how he was going to be the, be the Bart Oates of the New York football giants, be that center we were missing. Oh, no, and I remember old uh, Jake Burton. Remember Jake Burton out of Baylor? Another big-time player that was just going to be a monster for the Giants. Again, you hyped up all these players as nauseam, and where did they go? Where do we go? My lovely. They, they, They were what they were. You are an undrafted free agent for a reason. You are a seventh-round draft choice for a reason. The odds of you being better what the scouts thought you were are, are, are very low. And your opportunity to make the team is very low. And, and it's a disservice for people to hype you up ad nauseum because of the fact that you really didn't do anything besides sign an undrafted free agent. And now, it's nice, but the odds of you finding that diamond in the rough... The odds of you finding that player get slimmer and slimmer. And I want, I want to talk about some of the overhyped players right now. And I'm not saying they're not going to make the roster. I'm not saying they're not going to be good players. All I'm saying is this. Why don't you just give them a chance before you start putting out crap that certain people, and like I said this before, the problem is there is a certain segment of the giant fan base that just follows YouTube and social media to get their news, to get their information on a player. And I always love when people say, well, you don't do your research. Oh, I, I do my research. The problem is the people don't like facts. People like hype. I, I like to give facts. Bryce Ford Wheaton. Oh, he's, I always hear how he's going to be this physical, promising monster of a receiver coming out of West Virginia. Nice. You know what? He, big size, big kid. He had 62 receptions for 675 yards and seven touchdowns. Now, of course, uh, of course, when you go to West Virginia, they don't, they don't play defense in that league. They don't. I'm sorry. I've, I've, talk, I've talked to people that have actually seen him play. I've ta- and I'm going to get into that, too. I've talked about people that uh, you know, will tell you that in West Virginia, they, you know, that league, they don't really play defense. They're not, they're not known for that. It's more of a, it's more of, you know what? You have certain schools where it's a passing school. You have certain schools where it's a, you have certain leagues where it's a passing league. And certain times you're going to be more dynamic in those leagues, you know, like the SEC, the ACC, all that stuff. But if you want to take a look at, you want to take a look at the positives, good size, good ball skills at times. He's one of those guys that, like I said, they people like him to make videos about him because he has explosive plays and he can find the end zone. He is, he's going to be a big physical presence at the line. But if you want to take a look at the things that are raising for concern, every scouting report says the same thing. He struggles with separation. Has inconsistent hands. I always love that one. Too many drops. One dimension, I love this other one, one dimensional player 
whose college offense leaves a lot of growth. And they say development, he has a huge developmental curve that will take time and you must be patient to work through it. Now, a lot of people sit there and go, you know, you look at his 438 speed, look at his combine. People will say he's, you know, the scheme that he fits is going to be more of a vertical passing offense. That's what people, that's, that's like, yeah, this is not coming from me. But these are the things, you know, you want to look at his big games. They'll tell you, look at Pittsburgh and Texas and Baylor last year. Same with Ohio State and Oklahoma. They'll give you, they'll give you what you need to know. And then you look at this and like I said, you look at the scouting reports. They all say the same thing. Lacks, lacks concentration, gives, has a lot of drops and doesn't play well in the big game. At one point in time, I loved it. At one point in time, they even said, he even came out and said that he had, he dropped a pass because of the uh there there was too much uh, crowd noise. He was distracted by the crowd noise. And we have a subscriber, Zach, Zach Zach, who who's actually goes to West Virginia. And he I love the email he the text wrote me and I, I'm going to read it cuz it's beautiful. I've seen him play live. He's an okay player, but okay doesn't make enough a roster. Since the Giants community complains that drops from Slayton, Mr. Wheaton Ford is the king of drops in big moments. This year in West Virginia versus Pitt, he dropped a pivotal catch that would have won the game. But I kid you not, he said the crowd noise was too much. I can't even imagine him playing in Philadelphia and hostile crowd noise getting to him. I don't see him being an NFL player. Like I see him being, I don't see him being an NFL player. Like David Sills, the Big 12 plays no defense. Okay, you know, that's for someone that's actually, that's not from someone that has, that is not someone who, who is looking at this guy from a, from a distance, is looking at a guy from film. This is a guy that has seen him play in the stands. And I, and I love it. He follows up with, he's had some big games. This is the big 12 we are talking about. I'm not sure he has the mental fortitude to play in the NFL against competition and double and excuse me, NCAA. You see his big numbers in the conference play, but the record of West Virginia wasn't that good. Let's say he makes the roster. I don't see him in the role that we have since we just drafted Hyatt. He's a boomer bus player. And, and, and no in between, he's a long shot to make the roster. And again, this is from someone that's watched him play live. <laughs> But we should look at some videos of him on some certain plays and, and you know, just call it from there because he's a beast, because he's an undrafted giant free agent. Again, I'm not saying he's not going to make the roster. I, I'm not saying that he is, he is, he is, he is not going to be the next Victor Cruz. All I'm saying is this. You are an undrafted free agent for a reason. You have less than a 20% chance of making the roster coming out your first year. There's only 30% of the league is undrafted free agents. So when a guy comes in like this, you have to take pause for a minute and you have to think when you are talking about him, are you talking about him because you really believe in him as a player or are you talking about him because you're trying to get people to watch you or, or retweet you? Which one is it? I, I, I don't know. You know, that's like Tommy DeVito out of Illinois. Tommy DeVito again. You know what? Our big Don over uh, big Don is a Syracuse fan, so he's so uh, Tommy played over at Syracuse for a bunch of years. Everyone talks about you know the kid's about six one, about two twenty five. You know he he he's he's very careful with the ball. He's got you know he's got good short accuracy. Everyone says the same thing. Not a physically gifted athlete. Not a big arm. Doesn't have a lot of the NFL intangibles, which is why he was an undrafted free agent. 
are the Giants bringing him in to be part of the roster? You know, you know, they're bringing him in to have a camp arm. Sometimes people are camp arms. Does he have a chance to make the team? Sure, why not? Everyone has a chance to make the team. Scouts are wrong about a lot of things. People always like to point out a nausea. Well, Tim, you were wrong about Malik Wells. I've been doing this channel for three years, and that's the best you got. That Rashid uh, Rashawn Slayton. You got Slayton wrong too, Tim. Those are the things that people bring. This is what I laugh because this is what I chuckle about. This is the shit that people bring up to me. And I love it when people just make stuff up. Well, you got this wrong. And I said, well, no, actually, I said this. If you go back and watch the video. <laughs> but that's because I don't delete anything. I keep everything up. I don't delete shit. I don't block people. I don't delete things. But if you actually go back and to watch what I said, you, you would know you, you were totally off base. And one season does. And I keep saying this over and over again. But one season does not define a career. If that's the case, 80% of the giant fan base that want to get rid of Andrew Thomas was wrong after year one. This is what you need to think about. But you have, like I say, you have to look at these undrafted free agents, and that's what they are. They are undrafted free agents. They are an undrafted, you are an, un, and I'll keep saying this and ad nauseum. You are an undrafted free agent for a reason. You were not picked in the draft for a reason. And a lot of people don't want to look at the reason. People want to take a snapshot in time and break that down and say that is the reason. Here's the reason why it's going to make the team. I do like Troy Brown. He was uh, he started he started his college career at Central Michigan. Then he went over to Ole Miss. Smaller guy. He's probably going to he's probably going to have to try to slide out to outside linebacker. Not very athletic, but he's got a nose for the ball. Does he flow like water? No, but he's under, and he's also a little undersized at six feet, 220 pounds. I wouldn't say, I mean, I, I, I would say he's better in space because I think he has, I think he has what they refer to sometimes as short area quickness. Um, I mean, he's going to be okay. I think he's okay. He was okay in coverage. But like I said, since the fact he's not very long, he's not going to go stride for stride. And he's going to be a little slow sometimes behind either running backs or tight ends in coverage. So I mean, but like I said, he, he's he's a guy that if you want if you want to go look at the film, it's good film to look at. Do I think he's going to make the roster? No, probably not. He's he's got he's got a better opportunity of making this roster than than certain people's poster boy. He does instead of Bryce Ford Wheaton, he's got a better chance of making the roster because there's too much comp- There's a lot of competition in the wide receiver room. But like I said, we we need to look at facts. We need to look at we need to look at what other you know you got to look at what other people are seeing that that are actually physically seeing these people. When I when I bring things up, it's usually because I've talked to people. I've talked to people that have seen people do things. I don't just sit there and look at a play and say, okay, this this play right here against Central Michigan, this this is going to define his college career. I mean, his, his, his pro career. And I've said this before. You can look at all the film you want in college. What you do in college does not translate into the pros. And I've said this a million times before. Once you come into the league, once you get drafted, all your college stats and college film are out the window. Because you are going to be going up against the most physically gifted players in the world in the NFL. You're not going to have an Austin Prairie on your schedule. So what you do in college no longer exists once you sign that NFL contract. It is over. The college is done. So if you want to go back and look at someone did in college as they're entering into the pros, you're a fool because college is over. 
It's what your physical abilities will do now in the pros that is going to matter, not what you did against Marshall, not what you did against Akron. It's a different game, guys. So my theory is this. You know what? Give these guys a chance. Be honest about your assessment. And I know I've already offended a certain segment of the giant fan base, and and I can see that on Twitter. And I, I just have to just say from the bottom of my heart, I don't care. I do this because I have fun doing it. And I do this because of the fact that I try to be honest. And it's okay if you don't like the honesty. People people live in a world that's, you know, people live in a bubble. People live in a world that doesn't, you know, that they, they create from themselves and, and they live in the, and they live in this moment. I've always said this before. I, I live in the real world. I've, maybe it's because I'm older than most people that make videos. Maybe because I've seen more. Maybe I've seen the, ch- I've seen the fan base change. And become different. And and I have to admit, I can't wait. We 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 just started the the podcast, Return to Gotham, New York Sports Talk is finally it's finally come to fruition. We did our we did our second test episode yesterday. I got to thank my media company who's now running on the show that's actually allowing me to do this. And and I'm really and it's going to be fun because I'm going to get to talk about everything New York Sports Talk. So make sure you, I'm going to put the link in the comment section and in the title page below. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. I think we have like 470 subscribers already. So I think that's fantastic. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. But you know what? We're always going to do this channel. Because the haters going to hate, 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 hate. I just shake it off. Again, this is Tim. This is New York Giants Straight Talk powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell because you want to know why? Because that'd be awesome.